0: everybody, welcome back to Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies, and we are back once again to bring you some amazing selections in the new year of 2023. And we're going to get this going, and I'm going to kick it over to Bill.
1: Oh, hey, thank you. Hope everybody had a great uh, Christmas and a good new year. My theme for this week is um, sort of crazy big movies by great filmmakers that kind of bombed. And the first one is from 1955, directed by one of my favorites, Howard Hawks. One of his stranger movies, atypical Howard Hawks movie. It's Land of the Pharaohs, which you can see on Turner Classic Movies. Um, Okay, so (laughs) Land of the Pharaohs is one of these epic uh, historical drama movies that they made back in the 50s. You know, it was in CinemaScope. It had a cast of thousands. There's a scene that has like 10,000 people, mo- half of them the Egyptian army. And um, it's got a no-name cast except for uh, Joan Collins, who plays the evil, conniving queen of Egypt. She's not very good, but she's about as good as it gets in this movie. It didn't do very well. One of the reasons, it, the cast, this is, you know, you need you need the right people to sell these things. You need a Charlton Heston. You know, you need, you need someone who can can say these lines and not be silly but none of these people can pull that off and the lines the lines are not very good which is all the sadder because one of the writers is william faulkner yes the guy that they forced you to read in high school one of the greatest (laughs) novelists of our time it's a sad story he went out to hollywood and basically um watch barton fink you'll you'll see how how that went It, it went terribly But uh, it is one of those movies where I feel like, and and Howard Hawks would give interviews and whenever they asked him about it, like, you know, what the hell was this all going on here? His reply was along the lines of, we had a lot of fun making it. And by God, I admire that. I mean, clearly they they went out to Egypt, lots of shenanigans, you know, you're out in the middle of the desert, you're spending other people's money like crazy, there's half-dressed dancing girls, and eh, just, they had a great time making this. The movie's not that good. It's about a pharaoh. who uh, loves gold and knows that he's going to die, as we all will, but he wants to take it all with him. But he knows that everyone, every pharaoh who gets buried, people come and steal his gold. You know, unless you're lucky and get buried in a sandstorm like King Tut, it doesn't work out. So he, uh, he commands, he, he conquered some slaves who put up a really good fight in this place, and they, they know what they're doing. They got an engineer, and he figures out how to make a pyramid that will be absolutely robbery-proof. And then he meets Joan Collins and everything goes straight to hell because she's really, really evil and she wants the gold for herself. She does not want to have it buried with him. The movie goes on and on and on and on and on. For a big budget movie, there's not a lot going on. Like, yeah, they have big sets and everything, but I want a battle sequence. I want something going on. It's like they have, oh, we just came back from a battle. You should have seen it. Yes, I should have seen it. Why didn't I see it? But it's all is forgiven in the last 15 minutes of this movie when finally the king you know the pharaoh has been uh, murdered by his evil wife and she's there rubbing her hands about all the gold she's going to get as they bury him and that's when his best friend the high priest sets the thing in motion that causes the the thing to be entombed and it's great did you ever play the game mousetrap
0: oh yeah
1: really I'm amazed by that because it was a terrible game. But the little the
0: thing th- with the little thing and the thing Yeah, and the, yeah. yeah right, right. It, 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 the
1: whole game was this long, ridiculous game that we, you would build this Rube Goldberg contraption, and at the very end you would set it, and you quickly realized the game was lame as bleep. <laughs> but the Rube Goldberg thing was pretty good, so after a while we just threw away the, the the you know rules of the game and just built that and did it and prayed to the gods that they would invent cable TV one day. Because that was about as... <laughs> good as it got in the 60s um that's sort of what happens here it's it's this crazy contraption of sliding boulders and sand filling up that causes this to move and then a guy gets kicked into a tub and a bowling ball goes down i don't know all kinds of cool stuff happens and uh that's the end of the movie it totally makes everything worth it however the movie um Uh, did not make its money back. It it cost $3 million back in 1955. Big money. And they ended up about a half million short. So it was Howard Hawks' first and one of his only commercial failures. But he came back strong a few years later um, with, I think, Rio Bravo. Um, But definitely worth watching. They don't make them like that anymore. So, you know, a a, a wonderful glimpse into those, those early days when you could just get away with murder. Uh, speaking of the ones they don't make like that anymore, they don't make dames like Renee anymore, so I Ah! throw this to Renee.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, so my first, my first selection, I really don't have a theme, but I kind of, it kind of works with what you mentioned, where it, it had, well, I don't know, I was going to say, sorry, I I started drinking earlier, anyway, Ah! anyway. (laughs) So, anyway, my, my first suggestion, it had a good ending. And I feel like you said that your movie had a good ending, so I'm going with that. Oh, um, so my first suggestion is a movie called Dark Was the Night. And mm. it, yeah, and so it's the small town and it was disrupted by once again a new to the community logging company. Why do they always do this shit? I don't know. Mm. But they awoken, they, they awoken, they awoke something, and uh, and it is going to uh, basically be up to the embattled sheriff and his deputy to kind of figure out what's going on and, and help the town. And uh, the deputy is played by Lucas Haas, and I don't know if anybody remembers him, he was in, uh,
1: yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, The witness. witness, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah, he was the kid in The Witness, anyway, so you'll see him and be like, oh, I know that guy, there you go. That's him. So <laughs> sorry, that's I don't I don't really have a, a lot to give you. Um it was it was good. Um it's on Tubi and on Amazon Prime and Pluto and Roku and uh yeah. So it's called Dark Was the Night and it was it was an interesting movie. And I don't I don't really want to I'll just leave it at that. Okay. And then this part I'm going to cut out. I'll tell you, Bill. It was yeah. like one of the very few Windigo type movies like, oh cool yeah so I'm like you never see wendigo movies no
1: you don't you don't yeah. and when you do you wish you hadn't
0: ah, it's so true this they one hardly wasn't ever like the really right. worst but i could have just been like in the mood for it so that's why i'm just like yeah it was all right or maybe the other movies i watched were just that bad anyway, <laughs> anyway so yeah that's my suggestion so i'll throw it now over to zach
2: Oh, thank you, Renee. Uh, so, you know, it's the new year. We all, uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say, we all partied mm. pretty hard. Apparently, you're still partying. But that's fine. <laughs> um, you, you're in, you, you've earned it, I think.
0: Um, but hey, you know what?
2: Uh, for some of us, yeah, the party the party has not ended, in fact. Mm. Uh, so why not ring in the new year, or the, the I guess the first weekend, the second weekend of the new year, with some uh, party movies? And in fact, uh, I'm going to start this one off with a film Maybe it would have been more appropriate to recommend last week for the new year, but I, I don't think it was on streaming. Uh, but it is now, so I'm going to recommend it now. Uh, this is a film uh, that was made in uh, – released in 1995, and it's set in the far-flung future of New Year's Eve 1999, which Whoa. apparently they decided that there were going to be a bunch of technological advances uh, in four years <laughs> between this movie coming out <laughs> and when it's set. <laughs> uh, but the premise of the film is that uh, the government has created technology that allows you to record and play back memories. And so, of course, this has become a, uh, a hot uh, black market item uh, in traditional cyberpunk fashion. And uh, now what, there's a guy who uh, deals in these memories, played by Ralph Fiennes, And uh, let's just say that he finds himself in some hot water when he finds himself uh, in possession of some memories that the... The government, the man, doesn't want him to have. Ooh. The film I'm talking about is, of course, Strange Days. And if you've never heard of this one, uh, well, don't be surprised, even though it's got a stellar <laughs> cast. Uh, it's Like I said, Ralph Fiennes is in it. Uh, you've also got Juliet Lewis, uh, Tom Sizemore, who's you know a piece of shit, but he's, he was a good actor at one point. Uh, Michael Wincott's in it, and Vincent D'Onofrio... And William Fichtner, who uh, both who I love, and yeah. uh, I can't help but mention. Uh, last but not least, Angela Bassett, who is freaking oh. shredded in this movie. She is mm. she is jacked. Uh, yeah. She looks good. Um, <laughs> so uh, this film was also directed by Catherine Bigelow, who is coming hot off really? of uh, Point yeah. Break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Point Break. She would go on to direct uh, The Hurt Locker, Zero Dark Thirty. Um, <clears throat> it's also produced and in near Co- Dark. written. Uh, Near Dark, yes, that was, I believe, her first film, um, and this one that's was right. uh, 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 written, co-written, and produced by, I believe, her then husband, uh, a little, uh, an obscure little filmmaker you may have heard of uh, named James Cameron. Um, James so, Cameron. yeah, I know. Mm. Look Don't him up. Look him up. All right, wait, yeah, he, did, he, he, he directed piranha. piranha too. Piranha, yeah, piranha, piranha oh, two. Too, yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. That's what he's. That's what he's best known for. Yeah, otherwise, I love Piranha. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That's I believe I believe his most <laughs> successful film set uh, in or on the water. I wish he would do a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, this one this one is it's kind of a weird movie. I, the reason I'm recommending it is not because I think it's a great movie, but I think it's an interesting movie. Uh, kind of mm. giving the uh, the the creative talent behind it. Um, it's also like it obviously owes a lot to uh, William Gibson. And mm-hmm. his work. So, if you're a fan of his like '90s novels, uh, you might you might enjoy it. But it's also you know the cyberpunk genre has not been super successful, uh, the Matrix notwithstanding, uh, at the cinema. And this, this one, I think, pretty much bombed. Speaking of uh, successful filmmakers yeah. making films that bomb, uh, this one basically kind of came out and disappeared. So it's a bit of a cult classic uh, because I know that a lot of people really love this movie. And, yeah, like I said, it's I, I, I personally, I don't know if it's a great movie, but it's definitely worth watching. It's interesting if you're into noir and cyberpunk and that sort of thing. Uh, it's worth a watch. And uh, speaking of things that, uh, I don't know, uh, are <laughs> uh, worth watching worth watching I don't know yeah I'll just I'll just I'll just throw this over to Bill for his thank you, thank yeah, you I good know. segue <laughs>
1: um, okay so this next movie is one of my favorites I have been championing this movie since it was recommended to me by my good friend Brian Haig I will never forgive him for this um, yeah. it's it's from 1930 1930 directed by Cecil D frickin' Manil it's called Madam Satan and you've probably never heard of it For excellent reasons. One, it bombed. It did terribly. It's the strangest Cecil B. DeMille movie ever made. It's one of the strangest movies ever made. It's a pre-code musical comedy. I love pre-code movies because, man, they got away with some stuff. Boy, did they get away with things. You think the folks back then were like a bunch of stick-up-your-butts, butt, stuffy nosed people. Well, no. The folks in charge were, but the, the paying audience wanted the goods. And man, they got it. They got nudity. They got, you know, adultery. They got all kinds of perversions. It's it's great. I am gonna love um, this movie. Yeah, Madame <laughs> Satan is is okay. So it's about a um, a pretty well-to-do uh, society dame whose husband is totally straying on her with Trixie, a showgirl. Mm. And and there's no there's no uh, pussyfooting around here. He is sleeping with her. and everyone knows it and and the the movie goes out of its way and of course she blames herself because you know I guess things have gotten a little tired there, so she comes up with the perfect solution She they're gonna have a big masquerade ball on a zeppelin. Okay. Take my money. I love zeppelins i wish they'd never gone away i understand the whole (laughs) thing was a downer but zeppelins are the bomb and every movie every movie with a zeppelin is better for having a zeppelin i i that i they were going to make a movie hammer was going to make a movie called pterodactyls versus zeppelins what yes yes no actually i'm wrong i'm wrong it was called zeppelins versus pterodactyls (laughs) (laughs) oh my god how did that movie not get made He's like, what was it about? What do you mean, what was it about? It's called Zeppelins versus Pterodactyls. What do you want? I would have Idiots. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, well, this one, they're going to have a big, um, it's New Year's <laughs> Day, so this is actually very timely. They're going to have a big party on this Zeppelin, and um, the uh, our he- heroine is going to dress up as the mysterious devil woman, Madam Satan, and she's going to win back her husband's love by pretending to be someone else. Ah. Oh. I love those plots. You see that a lot in comic <laughs> the books.
0: Old Pina yeah, yes, the
1: Pina Colada You see this in TV all the time, and I think, wow, what kind of universe are they living in where this <laughs> is a good idea? You know, you're gonna laugh about that years later. Do you remember the time I tricked you into, you know, into having an adulterous affair, and it turned out to be me? Oh, how we laughed. Um, okay, so she shows up, and I just want to say the costumes in this movie, especially the Madame Satan costume, will make. Uh, lady gaga ashamed of her poker face they this stuff this stuff is so mind-bogglingly crazy amazingly sexy super revealing i don't know how they kept those dresses on and everything but one after another everyone is dressed to the nines in the middle of the movie just to announce that it's almost time for new year's day a bunch of women come out dressed as clocks and start banging themselves on the head where they've got bells on. And it's there, I, I'm not kidding, it's there for maybe six seconds. And then we never see it again, and it's never referred to again. And I'm just like, <laughs> who has been slipping drugs in my drinks, and where can I get more of it? It's amazing, this movie. There's a whole song and dance sequence devoted to the wonder of electricity, which I guess was pretty big stuff back in 1930. Like, you know, what is this electricity thing? Is it going to catch on? Or is it like the metaverse we're going to hear about, then it's going to go away. It's going to be like Google Glasses. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. But here's the tragedy. Here's the thing about this. You're watching this gorgeous movie. Razor sharp cinematography. And you're thinking to yourself, boy, this is just so beautiful. I wonder what it would have been like in, like, color.
0: Mm.
1: And they filmed it. In color, in Technicolor, all the scenes on the Zeppelin, which is about three quarters of the film and the only part that's really good, um, were filmed in Technicolor, but they've been lost. And like, what do you mean they were lost? Well, apparently um, word got out that a few Technicolor movies had bombed. And so the studio heads, who then, as now, are a bunch of poo-flinging chimpanzees, got it in their empty little noggins that people just weren't really into color yeah that was the problem with the movies they just didn't like color so they kind of burned all the color sequences and now all we have left is the black and white who are these morons that were given the keys to hollywood i mean you just this keeps happening right you know um john carter of mars bombs and and they blamed mars They literally blame Mars. say, ah, Mars. Yeah, you know what? We did a movie called Mars Needs Moms, and that didn't do well either. So I think uh, there's a problem with the word Mars. Yeah, that was the problem with Mars Needs Moms. You moron. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway uh madam satan is as far as i know it's not available on any streaming every now and then it shows up on youtube it's in some way i don't know who owns the rights to it but you Mm. can rent it on apple tv and i urge you if you got to get a gray market copy just get the best copy you can this is not something you want to watch blurry it's Mm. no good blurry this is watch it at its best i don't know what anyone involved with this movie was thinking when they made it (laughs) but thank god they did And thank you, Brian, once again for inflicting this on me. I will go to my grave loving this film. This horrible, terrible, (laughs) terrible film that is just so wonderful. I love that. (laughs) And speaking of wonderful, I throw this back to Renee.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. (laughs) So, my next movie is another amazing movie that I found on Tubi. You know, I do these things for you guys. Oh, God. (laughs) Not, Not you guys, but... Our listeners because honestly like if 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 you guys watch some of these movies i recommend and you get they're like oh this kind of sucks you should see the ones <laughs> i don't recommend because those movies are bad <laughs> anyhow so this movie um it caught my eye because um basically because of the name it's called arctic void who doesn't love an arctic void so yeah and uh and it has michael weaver michael weaver uh acts at, he's in it and he also wrote and produced the movie you might not recognize him, you know, just by his name. You might recognize him if you see him. But he had a role in Super Troopers as a local police officer um, who was trying to get the attention of a, a bear fucker. Um, so <laughs> you may or may not remember him from the, the bear fucker scene in Super Troopers. So anyway, <laughs> he's a little ginger cutie, so you might enjoy that. Um So there's a group of tourists that get on this, it's like this Arctic uh, tour boat, and they're just going around and checking out all the icebergs and all the shit that's going on, and suddenly, like, what's a good 75% of them just nope out. They're just gone. They just vanish. And um, there's these two guys, uh, Michael Weaver and his, um, I, I think he's the cameraman, they work on this, like, nature travel show together, and this other gentleman that they're there with... Um, It's basically these three guys that are just left trying to figure out what the hell happened and where did everybody go. And they find uh, this nearby kind of island that they managed to get on. Um, But it's just very, it's very interesting. Um, I will be completely honest with you. I liked the beginning. I liked the end. I was kind of doing other stuff, so I'm not 100% (laughs) sure exactly what all happened through the middle. (laughs) But I I like the beginning and I like the end, so I'm going to go for it. So, yeah, this movie is called Arctic Void, and it's available on Tubi and Redbox. And, uh, yeah, so now I'll pass this over to Zach.
2: Well, thanks again, Renee. Uh, I actually just realized that I, I... Failed to mention that Strange Days is playing on HBO Max. So oh, if you want to yes, watch that movie, you. yeah, hopefully people weren't uh, just waiting in suspense to find out where they could find that. I was. Um, whoa, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, hey, guess what though? You know, the the party is not over when you're done watching Strange Days because I have another party film lined up. Uh, and actually, uh, again, a film that I probably should have recommended a few uh, weeks ago because this is technically a christmas film I know i'm not one of those dumbasses who's talking about die hard um because that's <laughs> a meme that has to die but no uh, i'm talking about a movie uh very simply fil- uh uh named film uh the name of the movie is go and uh i don't oh, know why yeah. it's called that but uh <laughs> so the the premise of the film is uh sarah paulie plays a uh grocery store cashier who is trying to get some money by filling in for her drug dealer co-worker uh, when a couple guys played by scott wolf uh, who we talked about ex- extensively on our double dragon episode and uh jay moore come by looking for some drugs and she decides to act as the uh their drug dealer to make some money uh believe it or not things do not go as planned uh mm. love this movie it's got kind of the uh kind of a crazy uh like three-part structure to it where the the narrative kind of jumps back and forth. Um, But it's got a great uh, kind of frenetic energy to it. Got great, great cast. Like I said, I mean, Sarah Pauly. I mean, I love Sarah Pauly so much. Uh, But also uh yeah jay Moore, uh katie holmes is in it she's fine whatever uh but then ah, timothy, timothy yeah. oliphant and i think one of the earliest things i've seen him in um and then also uh william fichtner oh ooh, a theme look at that mm-hmm, you can watch mm-hmm. two william fichtner films uh i love him in this movie so much oh yeah he plays such a weird like super creepy cop and i just i just love it so much um, I love. I think William Pickner honestly, is one of the most underrated actors of all time. Yeah, and he's awesome. Every time, yeah, every time he shows up, I just, uh, I just love him so much. Um, rounding up the cast, we've also got Tay Diggs, Breckenmeyer, Meyer, and a very, very brief appearance by uh, Melissa McCarthy. So, uh, like I said, great cast, uh, great fun movie, and uh, yeah, this one is uh, if you're in the mood for something, uh, something a fun party movie, then check out Go. And I will actually remember to tell you where to see this one. Uh, it is currently playing on Showtime and Fubo. And uh, speaking of going, uh, I think I think we're 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 going, aren't we? Is that, uh, is, that is that the end of the show? I think yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. Are you gonna sing us out?
2: Oh yeah. man, um, I I should have looked up the lyrics to "Strange Days." I I. Uh, are you sure you don't I, I remember that. I I did not know. I did not know that Paul was not going to be here. Um. So I I did not actually think that I was going to, um, uh, t- to have to sing anything. Um. But let's see. Let's let's uh let's look up the let's look up the lyrics. And uh, I don't know the tune. So let's let's make up a new one. Okay. <clears throat> this is "Strange Days" by the Doors. Strange. <laughs> Strange days have found us. Strange days have tracked us down. They're going to destroy our casual joys. We shall go on playing or find a new town. Yeah, that's the tune, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow.
1: <laughs> if you if you ask me what what band were you referencing there, I think it would be uh, years before I would get to the doors. Even though I would probably I would probably try to guess
2: by alphabetical order, and it would still be years before the doors got mentioned. Oh, there you go. Good luck editing that together, Renee. Thank you.
0: Thank
2: you very much. Oh, yeah.